Welcome to Atomic Geekdom. That old Just Two Pals podcast. Ringside Geeks. It's the only comedy podcast on the internet. It's the Coffee Jelly Hour. Two Broke Geeks. The Atomic Geekdom Network. It starts as an interest, then you're a fan, now you're a geek. Atomic Geekdom. Geek the day. Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made up names. Then I am Spider Man. Do you know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. I'm Fox freaking Mulder, you punks. I'm Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. My knees are moving. It sounds like you're just talking about poop. What? No, I rarely poop. It's been a month. And this week, before I actually post the episode, I should listen to it all the way through instead of just picking random points to listen to. <laughs> that no, way, no, I no, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. There's just a lost episode out there. The original episode 131 is lost to the ages, and this is the new episode 131. No one will know. No one will know the difference. Good, good. So, anyway, let's just start the show, because there's uh, a, a bunch of stuff um, to uh, to get going. So, hey, what up? This is Matt. And this is Justin. And this is Two Broke Geeks. Hooray! Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, where do we, uh, well, let's see, let's see. Um, we'll start with, uh, well, you did a lot of stuff this week. Let's start with some of the stuff you did this week. Well, Since I went, you watched three separate movies this yeah, week. Yeah, I did go see, see, see three separate movies. Um, yep, yep. Thank you, Movie Pass, for two of them. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's the best. Well, I actually, actually, it's funny because I talked to someone, uh, who, 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 um, who, who works at a movie theater, and I was talking with uh, when I went and saw Pacific Rim Uprising, and they were uh, that was they were like, yeah, we get paid uh, when when this is used. Mm-hmm. So so basically, what it is is Movie Pass pays those tickets. I from what it sounds like. So when you buy when you buy the t- when you use Movie Pass to to buy tickets, mm-hmm. the app actually charges and then like sends the money that money towards. So it's like Movie Pass is actually doing the buying for you. So they they kind of split it up, I guess, and send like the money that you would have spent to them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well. Which is really interesting, um, but yeah, I went and saw a couple movies. Um, went and saw Blockers, mm-hmm. or, or now that chicken. one I had never heard of. Oh my god, it's so funny! Like it's like hmm. stupid funny, but it's really funny. 
Basic basic premise mm-hmm. of the film is th- it's three girls growing up together. It's prom night, and they decide they want to lose their virginity on prom night, and uh. their their parents find out about it. Which one of the parents is John Cena, nice. and d- decide that they're gonna block him. And it's like that's not happening. No. So it's like a, it's like a. So the parents like, just find out somehow, obviously. Then. Well, basically, what happens is one of the girls, like they have a, like a chat room on their phone that they talk about it, but they leave their, but it's also attached to their laptop. So, mm-hmm. but they forget they leave their laptop open while the parents are talking, and they are like, "Wow, we're here a lot of like text messaging. They must have left the laptop open." So. They went and looked, and it's just all these emojis about what they're gonna do. Uh, oh jeez! And and they're and like John Cena is like the oblivious dad who doesn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. It's it's That's hilarious. Great. All right, all right, cool, cool. It's it's really funny. Like John Cena is probably like John Cena plays a really funny character, like character in general in these films. Mm-hmm. Like, but this one was just great because especially because he decides to butt chug to like (laughs) like they go they break they get into a party and they're trying to find their kids and like the two kids who run this house are like whoa 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 you were either adults or you're cops and they're like no we're just we're we're hip we're cool and they're like fine if you're hip and cool well then we chug and john Cena's like you're on and they're like all right we're a butt chug he's like wait what so, <laughs> so he does it, and it's freaking hilarious. That's pretty great. I think you, right. I think you would enjoy it. Like, it's, it's definitely, uh, a, it's it's definitely like not like, like it, it's nothing super different, but it's funny. Hmm. Um. Then last night, I went and saw a quiet place. Oh, I keep hearing good stuff about it. Oh my God, man! Uh, all right, so it's John. So it's directed by John Krasinski, mm-hmm. and it's him and his wife and three kids. And holy crap! I've never been so tense in a film, like ever. Mm-hmm. The whole movie hmm. is just—it's all sound base. Yeah, like there's a little bit of talking, but the whole point of the movie is if you make a sound. They these monsters are gonna come and find you and kill you, and hmm. so it's all like sign language and like it's it's so geniusly done. I really do want to see. It's just for me, it all like I said, it comes down to like a time thing. Like, oh yeah, there are a lot of movies I want to see. Like I'm, I'm like freaking hey, I just don't have time. <laughs> if you can, if you can make the time, I think you would really like. Like, I haven't jumped so much in a movie mm-hmm. in, like, ten years. I saw somebody being like, oh, it's only PG-13. It can't be that scary. It's probably just cheap jump scares. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. No. Everybody says it's really it's good. Like, no, the way this movie is put together, there are jump scares. But the jump scares are like, like, I know they're coming and they still get me. I, like, I think, like... I went and saw this with a buddy of mine last night, and he was laughing at me later because, like, during the movie, mm-hmm. there was like three instances where I jumped and just swore out loud. Because oh, I was like, man. "God damn it!" <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I do want to... I might have... I Actually, my work schedule isn't, like, the worst this week. I might have time to go see it. And, and it's just so... It's just so good because, like, you have to pay so close attention because it's, like... They even tell you at the beginning, like, the guys who... At the theaters, like, this movie's very much sound-based, so... We really appreciate if like no one talks, and if you do talk, it's like n- the nervous talk. Like you're trying because like there was like a, a couple next to us during the whole movie that was like my favorite kind of talking in a film, where like they're uncomfortable and they don't know what's coming, mm-hmm. kind of shit. Yeah, it's just oh my god, it's I think it's definitely worth the view. And this this one I actually paid to go see, and I would gladly pay again to mm. go see it because. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie in the best way possible. Hmm. All right. Now I'm, I mean, I was already like interested in seeing this movie. Now I'm like, oh, now I, de- oh, man. I, oh, like, just I, add I, that to my list. It's one of those films where I don't like to do the hype. Because like mm-hmm. before I went in, a couple people were like, it's the best horror movie you'll see in like 10 years. I'm like, don't say that. Do, yeah. do not say that because... I don't want that. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that expectation. But then going in, it's it's not scary. It's scary, but it's not scary in the conventional sense because it's way more Mm -hmm. of a tense thriller horror film. You know what I mean? Like, I was like the guy I was with and I, we were both like on the edge of our seat or like grasping our shoulder, like holding ourselves, like don't don't do it, don't don't fucking Hmm. do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I huh. that's okay. a movie I thoroughly endorse if you get a chance to go see. All right. Unlike cool. the other film, which... <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. The, the shit storm I got for this. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, say what you saw, because I well, know. I saw, I saw Ready Player One, mm-hmm. and again... I have to keep reiterating, I never read the book because everyone, the first thing people say is it's because you didn't read the book. And I'm like, no, I did not enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. I give it the credit where the only thing I give it is like it's visually appealing, very mm-hmm. appealing. Like the trailer doesn't like we've had everyone was kind of I agree with everyone saying the trailer does not do it justice. Yeah. In visual aspects. Mm-hmm. But the movie itself, I did not care about. Yeah. And everyone got on my case about it. <laughs> yeah, I never... The thing about the book, and people like give me shit about this, because I'm the one that always says, I think, I really believe people like it because of all the pop culture references. And people are like, no, 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 no. It's, it's way more than that. It's got good characters and stuff. And um, it really... It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily. Okay, it, here's. I don't really think it does. I think people don't realize. I think what people don't realize is they're invested in the characters because they're invested in the setting, not because they're inve- they're they're invested in the the stuff around it. The uh, I don't know. I read here's, the book. I wasn't okay. impressed. <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong, but because mm-hmm. because in the movie, the basic plot of the film. Mm-hmm. Is the oasis who was built by this guy who's yep. been dead for five years. So this takes place five yep. years after his death. Basically, yep. everyone is battling 
to get the Easter egg by doing the three challenges, but they yep. can't do the first one. But it's yep. basically the main plot is basically a guy versus a corporation, and the corporation just wants the oasis so they could just build make money build, off it, make money slash mm-hmm. it make make money off it slash fill it with ads. Yep. And that yep. okay okay so. That is not investing my time in it. Like that doesn't make me want to see a movie. Like, like I'm like, there's no real life repercussions on this film. There's, there's nothing. Well, like they, they try to say in, in maybe it didn't come across in the movie as well as it didn't. The point in the book is like the the Oasis is free to use. Like yes. if you're rich, you can get some upgrades, but it's free to use. And so the world is so shit that poor people spend most of their time in the oasis to try and get away from. And I, the point is, like, if the corporation takes it over, then poor people won't have access to the oasis anymore because they'll start charging monthly. It's almost, you know what it comes, it's almost a net neutrality type thing where rich people will have access. You know how if if net neutrality is taken, it's basically oasis neutrality yeah. where the corporation wants to charge to use the oasis. Which, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah, because then after seeing this, I like... Like, I wasn't invested in the characters. I wasn't invested... Like, I was more invested in the ideas where it's, like, the kid, the main the main kid, Wyatt, is, like, he's, like, going to go into the Oasis. Like, after the great corn syrup drought and and this other thing, like, happened, mm-hmm. this is where we are. And I'm, like, I was, like, and I'm, like, okay, I don't care about the... Like, so this whole movie is based on this a company that wants to just take net like wants to take over and you make money off net off of the oasis yep yep so that's like real life in a way because we do that with video games already (laughs) yeah in in a way and stuff so it's like i'm not and there's just so much of it where i was not invested like it just seemed ridiculous Mm. like and everyone was like and i'm very on the fence about the whole um like the whole pop culture reference thing because it was both not blatantly in your face but it was also very blatantly in your face the first 10 mm-hmm. minutes of this movie is like well the kids like welcome to the oasis and the very first thing you see is minecraft mm-hmm. that is the very first thing they see it's like you can build your own place in minecraft and then it like goes and it's like you can climb these the alps with batman you can, uh, it's just, and then they should like show like date the Doom Island or whatever Doom World. Yeah, and it's like a, just this plethora of like Freddy Krueger, Terminator, a Xenomorph, Predator, uh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Battletoads, and then they go yes, like the main it's, hub. It's, it's at least in the book. I can't speak to the movie, but you're pretty much describing what the book is. It's it, it's um. Hey guys, we uh, here's a thing you like. We're showing you things you like. Look, more things you like. It's it's it's. I don't which know. It's is, a which is over- fine. It's it's over the top, but at the I same like, time, here's, it here's wasn't here, blatant. Yeah. Here's the thing I'll tell you about why I feel like the movie. Here's here's why I feel, and, and maybe I'm gonna see it eventually. I'm I'm not. I have, obviously I haven't rushed out to see it because I didn't like the book. 
But here's where I can see the possibility of superiority of the movie over the book for a change. And I know a lot of people that liked the book will probably disagree with me. But one of my biggest problems with the book is, oh God, there's a lot of tell, not show. There's a lot of, I feel like this story actually is better suited to, and I wish I had a physical copy. I only, because I'd read you some of the passages out of it, but I only have an audio copy. I listened to the audiobook, but it was like, and uh, what's the guy's name? So-and-so's favorite video game was, um, you know, uh, uh, pick a like like Galaga Galaga was a video game from blah 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 that was designed by blah and it's like oh my god this is really like yeah you're I, really gonna go ahead and describe this video game that uh, it's it's well like there's so many like there's just so much wrong with it because like that's true with that but then like in this movie like they do like there's like a whole bit where they're talking about the guy's past mm-hmm. and it's like okay i would be more invested like like when they when they figure out the fir- the first uh first task or the first um like the first puzzle yeah is a race and at the end of the race yep. you have to get past king kong okay and no one ever gets past king kong and so like the main character goes to uh goes to like an archive of the creator's life mm-hmm. and is looking at this stuff and it's like all this stuff that I feel like would have been more interesting if there was like some context to it in a way where we can go along for the ride you know what I mean because it's like they show the guy it's like well he's dead and then the first time you really see stuff is like in his past where he's like visual there's like visual uh visual like like visual year uh like visual books of the past where you can follow their entire life mm-hmm. and he like finds clues in about it and you're like okay whatever like they figured it out but i feel like this adventure i like i don't care mm-hmm like he figured out how to get through the first thing and I felt like I didn't care about it and then like the second and then they're like well they're like well what's the, they fight get the clue for the the second puzzle and they're like well what was his favorite movie oh he fell in love with this girl let's no it's this person's wife and I'm like okay that would have been nice as like some weird context but I don't care mm-hmm. but then on the so would been it's weird because like this movie was two hours and 11 minutes long. Yep. In the two hours and 11 minutes, I'm like, this could have been wrapped up in like an hour 40. Like, there's, yeah. it's, it's very bad. The whole second thing is them in The Shining. They're in The Shining mm-hmm. Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't care. And there's like, one of your big bad guys is a guy, is voiced by TJ Miller. And it right. doesn't work. I rock, who's like this like yeah, yeah. online assassin. Yep. Thing. T.J. Miller as a bat. No, no, don't see that. It's yeah. It's it's so it's such weird humor. And but besides all the nostalgia bait that is both blatant mm-hmm. but not blatant, the story is like the story was 
okay, but I didn't care. I didn't care about any of the characters. Like, Percival, uh, or Wyatt, or Wyatt, or whatever, meets, mm-hmm. what's her name? Um, yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of it Artemis. Off the top of my head. Yep. Or, and... The whole thing, and then like after meeting her twice in the in the oasis, mm-hmm. decides he's madly in love with her. Oh, and they then, didn't. Uh, they didn't put over in the movie that he was in love with her just from her YouTube channel. No, they did. Oh, okay. But they did, but uh, and like then he I, meets her twice in the oasis, not in yeah. real life, and falls even more in love with her, and then decides to give her her like his real name, like off the bat. In mm-hmm. front of like Iraq, like who's mm-hmm. hunting him, and I'm like, this is fucking. You're fucking stupid. Like it's the most ridiculous. Like and then like the girls and then the Artemis is like, well, you're not gonna like who I am in real life. And then later when they mm-hmm. do meet, it's like she. she it's just she's got the she, wine stain on her. The or they, well, they call it a wine stain. Yeah, birthmark. but it's a birthmark. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. she still looks fine. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the weird thing about the trailer is like everyone in this movie, from what I glimpsed of what they looked like in real life, they were all much more pretty than I imagined them in the book. Because in the book, there's a part where uh, Parzival, uh what's his real name, Wade, Wade like, Wyatt or whatever, Watts. yeah, actually describes him doing nothing but living in his like hidey place getting fat eating like junk food and oh doing... yeah everyone's way so... more attractive in this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the main which like I... there are a bunch of gamers that yeah. do nothing but game they don't get out they are gonna look like the the guy from south like... park yes they should look like the guy from south park they should look like all the south park kids when they're trying to defeat that other guy in world of warcraft yeah (laughs) but it's like god that's a good episode i love it but mom bathroom bathroom i also just hated the main kid because like he's from baby driver isn't he i don't know i don't know i I didn't see baby driver yet oh i don't know but he has the same i have the same problem with him that i have with joel eckerton it's like someone put a dog turd under his face, and that's the face he makes all the time. That's why I. That's my. I call that Toby Maguire. Yeah, acting. the Toby Maguire. Yeah, yeah. It's just so dull. And Toby Maguire always looked like someone was holding a turd under yeah. his nose. And honestly, like the final battle of this movie, I couldn't mm. care less because it's freaking like it, that again. It became another nostalgia. Mm-hmm. thing where it's like out of the blue it's like Battletoads Bomberman the Back to the Future Ghostbusters uh, Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles again and then they keep dropping things like uh, one of the main guys is builds a gun like brings down a Gundam the Iron Giant Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. like they throw in the original like Godzilla music for an Iron Giant uh, Iron Giant Gundam versus Mecha Godzilla and I'm like I'm like well, in the, in the original book, it's not the Iron Giant. It is Ultraman. Well, yeah. They couldn't get the rights to Ultraman. Yeah. So, um, and then, like, so, like, the final battle happens in there, and it's just I couldn't get behind it because they do, like, fights in it, and then they show people outside of it. Like, the main, the main mm-hmm. bad guy, the corporate dude, Agamotto or whatever... Mm-hmm. 
who's like yeah. a white guy. Um, like they show played him by strugg- Ben Mendelsohn, right? Yeah, and he, like they show him struggling to like get a gun, but then they show him in real life as he's like reaching to nothing. And I'm hmm. like, I'm like, no, I can't. This is stupid. Like I have, there's no real world con. I don't feel real world consequence in this. And I told you, but I left ten minutes before the movie was done because I really had to poop, and I could probably tell you exactly what happened. And you I, know I'm, how it ends, right? Well, yeah. Like, the kid, the kid gets the Easter egg, and he wins, and he takes over the Oasis, and yeah, everybody's that's happy. it. And everyone's happy, mm-hmm. and everyone goes against the Sixers and Agamotto or whatever his name is, being mm-hmm. like, "You destroyed our place. You're a bad person." And they all rally together, and everything's hunky dory, and there's yep. no porn world. Mm-hmm. I there bet there be. is probably. Yeah, I was gonna say there. There probably yeah. is. I mean, so like, yeah, but like, I posted. I'm like, yeah, this movie's not good because I don't care, and everyone yeah, got yeah. on my fucking case. Oh yeah, everyone. It, it, yeah, it's one of those things where people. I don't know. And I'm trying to explain. I'm like, I don't. Care. It's like the nostalgia thing didn't bug me as much, but what bugged me more was everyone else in the audience it became an it became a hunt it was like let's let's say whoever like it's like a it's like that game you play when you're driving uh where you have to name off different license plates from different states or whatever yeah yeah it's like that except in the movies where it's like there's hello kitty there's overwatch there's it's just uh <laughs> mhm and it was just so goddamn annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So, can I tell you about a movie I watched? Yes. I watched a good movie last night. And um, I don't know how more people haven't seen this movie. Like, it was really good. Um, I don't know how it slipped under the radar. It's a, it's a little movie. It uh, doesn't have any, like, super big stars or anything in it. I watched this movie called Get Out. Oh, you haven't seen that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't seen Get Out yet. I finally watched it last night. Fuck. Let me be the first person ever anywhere to say, Get Out's really good. Everybody should see it. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love that movie I didn't so see, much. I didn't see anything in that movie. Like, as soon as it was like, white girl's going to take her black boyfriend home, I knew some shit was going to go down. But I didn't see, like, the... Oh, and spoilers, if you haven't seen Get Out, I'm about to ruin the shit out of it. But uh, I didn't see the, like, putting pieces of your own brain into a black person's body coming type deal. And I didn't see her being... I don't know how, but I didn't see her being in on it. Like, that should have been super obvious, but it wasn't. Like, I guess I'm just... um, I guess I'm just like the like the perfect audience member where like I was just sucked in and I didn't see that coming. So like when she finally ended up being in on it, I was like, "Oh shit." And um yeah, my only one problem with that movie comes very near the end and it probably doesn't matter much, but I was like he just killed all those people, but the house burned down. And the two other people with their brains messed up are dead. How's he going to prove he didn't just go there and kill all those people for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally all the evidence that there was any, like, 
fucked up like all the people are dead like they can't tell their story like she can't you know how is he gonna prove he didn't just kill all those people and set the house on fire yeah god a movie <laughs> like right at the end like i really liked it and then right at the end i was like wait a minute He's got some shit to explain, and he's going to sound like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know. It was like the one, like, I'm like, how's this going to work? But right. I was able to, I was able I to I mean, it's fine. It yet. didn't, like, I still really liked it, and it still blew me away because, like, no one in the movie is, like, every, all the white people in the movie are obviously still racist. They just don't know they're racist. They, they're, like, naive racists where they, like, somehow think black people are awesome. Like, more, they still treat black people as, like, objects rather than as people. But they don't realize, it. it's, oh, I was just, I was like, this is fucking great. Like, no wonder it won all those awards. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Jordan Peele. <laughs> is freaking a freaking genius with this film mm-hmm. like i bought it as so soon as well it came directed. the blu-ray yeah it's so well directed like the whole thing oh god i'm man no like i said no wonder it won all those awards like i said good movie yeah. i i know i'm like the very first person to say that but <laughs> oh Fuck. you know what other movie i watched i rented this one it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a small I want to give these guys mad props because they made a freaking, a freaking weird ass, uh, uh, like horror film, uh, mm-hmm. Terrifier. Oh yeah, what the hell is that? Okay, so all I know about this film before I went in, what before I watched it was there's a clown. Did you see the picture that I posted of the clown? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's a clown. His name is Art, and everything I heard is like this clown is gonna make. Yeah, Art is going to make Pennywise the Clown look like Krusty the Clown. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. And after watching, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? It's it's really good, I think. Hmm. It's it's like creepy. The art is creepy as hell. So is it a supernatural movie? Is it a serial killer movie? Is it? It's majority of it is a serial killer movie. The basic premise is it's Halloween mm-hmm. and this clown named Art uh is tor- finds these two girls mm-hmm. in like in tries to murder them. And that's the whole movie. I mean there's other people who get mm-hmm. murdered as well. That's all it it's fucking creepy cuz the guy who plays mm. Art is I I have to give him mad props cuz he go. This clown does not talk throughout the entire movie. Okay. He doesn't. So how do you speak. know his name is Art? They kind of explain it, like I guess, in the trailer or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, but that's like that's all I know. But it's it's like a good grind. It's a grindhouse film, basically. Like okay. it is violent. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. It's it's creepy as hell in that aspect. Um, where I was like, "What the fuck's happening? This is fucked up. This is really fucked up." So it's more of like, yeah. So it's like a th- a horror clown trying to like kill people with a slight supernatural uh, bit. Mm-hmm. 
But honestly, it was really I I really enjoyed it as like a grindhouse type film. Hmm. But I'm still cool. I'm still tensed up from fucking a quiet place. <laughs> hmm. Cool. I like it. Uh, yeah. So this week I I'm I'm working up towards reading, like I said a couple episodes back, uh, all the Infinity books. Yes. Um. So I reread Infinity Gauntlet all the way through, which obviously is a good story, but uh, this is my pro like <clears throat> 90s comics definitely have a 90s comics thing going on. Like I know that sounds that's a weird thing to say, but boy, some of the writing is just like like there's an entire ep- entire issue that is just Eros saying uh, they're very over explainy it's like eros being like my god thanos has taken over iron man swoops in to try and defeat thanos but thanos takes he almost does like a running commentary and it's like over explainy and it's it's weird it's still a good story but now i've moved on to the sequel which is the actual book titled infinity war and have you ever read Infinity War? I did at one point. I want to reread it at some it's point. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. It is... Like, that's the only word I have for it. It's bonkers, dude. It is... Uh, I'm. It's six issues. I'm halfway through. I'm on issue three. It has everybody like it's it's way over the top in terms i mean it's got the fucking x-men and galactus and silver surfer it brings back all the ones that were in the first book but galactus plays a bigger role and doctor strange and galactus and silver surfer and uh one other character that i can't think of they're off doing one thing then back on Earth, the Magus or Magus, however it's pronounced, who is like the dark side of Adam Strange, has like sent out clones from another dimension to replace the actual heroes. So he replaced Reed Richards and Iron Man, and he tried to replace Spider Man and Wolverine, but didn't. And he has like these magical things that aren't the Infinity Stones, but are like just as powerful or more powerful than the infinite it's fucking bonkers i'm like what the fuck is this book like what am i reading i don't understand and it goes like deep marvel history where it explains what happened between infinity gauntlet and infinity war where Mar- uh, adam strange had to go before the living tribunal because living tribunal thought he wasn't worthy of having the infinity gauntlet and i'm just like jesus christ <laughs> it's like the most 90s crossover book i can think of it's insane <laughs> like by the time i get to the end i'm i don't even know like i can't wait to see where it goes because it's already in one of the most insane places i've ever been in a comic book <laughs> book yeah <laughs> i had never read it before it's, it's oh man i can't wait to f- read more of it later today where i'm like all right now i gotta know what else is happening yeah yeah i i read a bunch of comics this week too yeah um i read like the two newest issues of punisher mm. which finished its first arc which i really enjoy punisher yeah. when you give punisher a iron man suit it's gets Wait, nutty. What? Yeah, he's a he's war machine. 
Basically, the whole plot oh of this first, my. this whole yeah, this whole first arc that just happened is Nick Fury uh, f- finds out that this third world nation, I think it's Saudi Arabia or something like that, uh, has nuclear warheads mm-hmm. and like is like trying to take over like the Europe kind of deal, and. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I need to send someone to go do that. But I'm a decommissioned. I'm decommissioned as head of Shield. I need someone who can take care of this in the best way possible. So he sends freaking Frank Castle over there. But he's like, first I need you to go to a bunker and steal something. Uh, and he so he gives him a. Is this warm, the Punisher the, title? Like, is it Punisher number one? Like, uh, well, the new, the the new, the newest Punisher something. run. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, he steals basically a war see. machine outfit. When did this? Uh, when did this start? Recently? Uh, recently, like earlier this year or last year. Okay, because like, new, con- new, con- uh, Marvel Unlimited is six months behind. Like, new comics will come out six months after they come out in paper. Yeah, yours, It should be coming soon. Ah. Uh, because I'm hooked. I want to read this book. It's gnarly. <laughs> I want to read this. Like, so there's bad. like one of my favorite panels is it is he's he's over there he's over there and he finds this one guy and he's like trying to like tell me where your boss is and he's like no and he's like okay so he f- starts flying in the Iron Man suit like holding him and the mm. suit's like if you exceed this much speed he's gonna lose his skin and he's like okay and he does it. <laughs> oh my. God, <laughs> it's, it's so brutal. Um, oh, then I read uh, what was it? Moon Knight, mm-hmm. which is always good. Uh, <gasps> That's the other thing in Infinity Gauntlet. Moon Knight shows up for like three panels and does nothing. Yeah, they do that a lot. He he like shows up and goes, "Oh my God, the city is on fire! How are they ever gonna?" How are they ever going to recover? I think it's too late. And then he never shows up again. I'm like, what the hell? They just He's in there just so they could squeeze another character in. Yep. But yeah, like, but his, this is the most 90s fucking thing. But like his his standalone's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh he just finished I just finished the arc where he like fights the sun uh he fights raw. Mhm. It's fucking oh god, great. Um Yeah. Can we talk about something that you posted that I don't know what it's in relation to, but I fully support this idea? Yeah. The Red Goblin? Okay, I was going to get to that, actually. Okay, because Norman Osborn with a symbiote, count me in. Well, that's why I'm like, I wasn't, I was unsure at first. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so, because I I haven't picked up a Spider-Man comic in a while. And yeah, I yeah. knew I knew this was a thing that that um, that Norman gets the Carnage symbiote. Ugh. So I don't know how I don't know how this happens, but apparently Cassidy does not have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so the issue I I bought was the first appearance of it. It wasn't the first time. It wasn't the it wasn't Osborne getting the symbiote because apparently he had it for like two issues beforehand. Mm-hmm. But basically, Osborne gets his, like the whole issue is just Spider Man fighting the Green Goblin, mm-hmm. and it's like Spider Man's like, oh, it's the Green Goblin again. 
here we go. And like he accidentally like they bring down a building and and Osborne gets stabbed in the chest with like a piece of a piece of scaffolding. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man's like, well. That that's your own damn fault, kind of deal, and gets close to him, and then Osborne starts laughing, and all of a sudden, like he's like fused with this thing, because like the way Spider Man, the way Peter describes it, is his blood starts moving that's around him, and hmm. forms around Osborne. So now he's this guy called the Red Goblin, uh, mm-hmm. who is basically a cross of the Green Goblin and Carnage, who <sighs> has like a symbiote like glider mm-hmm. and symbiote pumpkin bombs like carnage bombs yeah yeah and basically beats the living hell out of spider-man mm-hmm. and and like spider-man runs like peter's like i can't do it i can't beat him and yeah. he runs away and gobble and osborne makes the proclamations like you need to tell me right like here i want to make a deal with you peter because he knows it's peter mm-hmm. he's like i'm going to make a deal with you you have never been my problem. Spider-Man has been my problem. Stop being Spider-Man, and mm. I won't kill everyone you love. Oh. And he names everyone. I love this so much. So it ends, it ends I with, love the Green Goblin. Yeah. He's my favorite Spider-Man villain, because he's basically just Spider-Man's version of the Joker, who yeah. is my favorite... Con- and so... He's in Norman Osborn is just he's you know batshit insane like so give him the Carnage symbiote which is also insane because it's been with Cletus Cassidy who's insane oh, yeah everything about this makes for amazing so the comic ends with a two part where it shows where Goblin uh, Osborn looks outside. And sees Spider-Man's suit on fire, mm-hmm. uh, and Parker, like in an like in a ditch, saying like I can't I can't be Spider-Man anymore. But that's where you made the worst mistake of your life, Osborne, because Parker's way more dangerous than Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh, I need to start reading Spider-Man again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I haven't actually picked up a Spider-Man book in quite a while because. Dan Slott did a whole bunch of things with Spider-Man I wasn't super crazy about. Yeah. But then back in. Like, it's, I want to read this. It's brutal. Like, it's very brutal. And I was like, this. Uh, I want to read this. It's so, so good. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good deal. Oh, yeah. I saw. So this is totally unrelated to anything. But I saw a trailer last night for a movie that I was like, uh, I might see this, even though I haven't seen the rest of these movies. The First Purge? Oh, yes! I saw that trailer, too. Okay, I haven't seen any of the rest of the Purge movies. Like, I know what they're about, but I haven't seen them. Here's the reason I might want to see The First Purge. Because the idea of The Purge is insane to me. It's just, like... Someone at some point in time had to go, guys, this is going to sound weird, but hear me out. Like, what if, what if, um, just one night a year we let people kill everybody? And everyone in the room had to go, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to see how in that reality they go, eh, okay? Here's the like, thing. Maybe this is a good idea? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's so, it's so weird to me. The So I never – I've seen the first two Purge films. Mm-hmm. First one's not so good because it's not yeah. really a Purge. Right. It's more of like a home invasion and then guys trying to break in to get the guy who broke into this person's home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. The second one is really good. Mm. With, as like Frank Grillo. And you don't need to watch them in order to understand what's happening. Like they're mm-hmm. all like its own thing. And I never saw the third one. But I want to watch it But because people said it's actually not too bad. I saw the trailer for this one and I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Freaking I'm in. Because, like, Blumhouse has just been on a roll putting these things out lately. Like, putting these films out. They're the guys who did Get Out. Um, mm-hmm. They did... The, well, they did the Happy Death Day, which was okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of a stupid idea, but whatever. Um, then they did... Then there's, like, uh, Truth or Dare that comes out next week, which I know I'm going to watch. It's a stupid thing, but I'm going to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have another, and then they did all the Purge films, and then, and then they just also there's another trailer for another movie that's coming out that looks so freaking bonkers mm-hmm. that I can't wait. Called the Upgrade. Hmm. And I haven't seen that trailer. It's the trailer is bonkers. Like it's a guy who's a paraplegic, and this the scientist is like, I can make you help you walk again, and he like sticks. Like this little bug, uh, like this little circuit thing on the guy's spine causes him to walk. But then he goes and he's like a walking computer kind of deal. Like almost RoboCop. Hmm, and, okay. and he uses that to go and hunt down the people that kill his, killed his family. Hmm. And like if he's in trouble, all he has to do is the, the system. He gives permission to the system to take over. To like defend him and stuff, it's so and he like and starts mm-hmm. beating the living shit out of people, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I might. Uh, I just want to see how they get to this idea that, all right, well, maybe just let people kill everybody for one night. Honestly, though, because Marissa Tomei is is in this movie. Uh, she's the one that comes up with the idea. I, yeah, and I'm like, you know what? If Marissa Tomei told me that, I'd be down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, the whole idea of The Purge is just this weird thing to me. Like, that's probably why I've never seen them, because I'm like, I don't... And a lot of people will agree with me, and this isn't an argument I want to have. Like, don't tweet at me or send me messages or anything. I don't want to have this argument. This is just what I believe. I don't think most people would go for that. Like, I really don't think most people are so, like, hateful and angry that they need to... Because I personally have already murdered and raped all the people I want to murder and rape, and that number is zero. And I think most people are just like me, where they don't really want to murder anybody or rape anybody. Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) I'm just kind of like the idea just on the – I can't buy into the idea that this is a thing that people would – 
be okay with and that's why like in this trailer like seeing the protests against it and everything i'm like okay that i mean i know that their protests don't work but at least there's an interesting idea (laughs) yeah it's well i think and i think the main thing is that the government starts this purge and try to disguise themselves as As citizens yeah yeah Yeah. i'm down I am yeah, so down. I might see it. Yeah, I might see it. So it's the 8th, which means there are only a few weeks left to Infinity War. We are 18 days away. I know. Two and a, two, two weeks and four days. And I, uh, I'm i shut down. I'm not watching any of the TV spots. I'm not. Same. Yeah, no TV spots, no articles, no nothing. It's it's really hard too to like try and skip mm-hmm. over them because they're everywhere now. Like this has been that... most most marketable and most talked about thing I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Did you see the uh, letter? The th- that from the, Thanos uh, brothers put out. Yeah, yeah. The Thanos demands your silence. Yeah, <laughs> I liked that. I, that yeah, I retweeted good. it on our on our page. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is hilarious. Thanos demands your sign. That's the other thing in the I noticed in the um, in those old '90s books that I'm reading. A lot of the villains speak in the third person. Yeah, it's Thanos weird. speaks in third person. Doctor Doom speaks in third person. <laughs> like he's just like Doctor Doom will do it, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like. Yeah, I like did, revisiting old comics. Did you uh, see the? Uh, there's a trail. There's like a a, tra- a YouTube video going around of Ryan Reynolds in a pink Deadpool suit. It's a mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The, it's like for, for the Oma- breast cancer. For breast cancer, yeah. It's like yeah, Omaze yeah. for like ten dollars. You can donate to like uh, to I forget what it's called. It's like F like fuck cancer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, and it's like the winner, whoever wins, gets the pink deadpool suit oh that's cool and i'm like i kind of want that <laughs> yeah i've always thought about uh entering those those things, omaze but... yeah like the one that like, robert downey jr did for uh the for um one for for like I think it was the last avenger film mm-hmm. where it's like you can join us on this oh no they did it for infinity they're doing they did it a while back for infinity war yeah He's like, come hang with us during the filming of Infinity War, or be on in Infinity War, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then South True. Park did it. It's like, if you want to be a voice in the next season or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've always contemplated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I went to like I see we have all the pop figures of all the characters at work for Infinity mm-hmm. War, including the. Ebony Ma, Corvius, Corvus, and uh, Proxima. Yeah. Not the other guy, unfortunately. I find that's nice. like that seems kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I've kind of I've gone into full shutdown on that because I'm starting to see people like not leaking, but I don't want to accidentally hit something. Like the big thing right now. Yeah. Are, well, the big two things right now. Is where's Hawkeye and where's Ant Man? Uh, I have I heard rather I don't I was gonna say I have an interesting idea, but that's not true. This is an idea I heard from somebody else. What if 
Ant-Man the movie, the Ant-Man and the Wasp, is taking place simultaneously to Infinity War and Ant-Man is actually in the quantum realm while Infinity War is going on and therefore it, has no idea that anything is happening. That's what I heard too and I'm like that makes sense. That would actually yeah. help this like cuz cuz they're obviously the plot of Ant-Man and the Wasp is they're looking for Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. And she's in the quantum realm. Yeah. So maybe they He's in an Infinity Stone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's in the Infinity Stone looking for Adam Warlock. <laughs> yeah, he's like sitting he's like the pretty much like Thanos has the stone. It'll be like the space stone. Puts it in and then you mm. just see like a small Ant-Man just like stuck to it. Like, no. <laughs> I'm so glad that Adam Warlock isn't going to play. Maybe he will in, in uh, Avengers 4. I have a theory that he'll show up in in four. Yeah, because adding Adam Warlock at this point would just be just an extra layer that would be just too much. But at the same time, though, like Mm. in this in this universe, Thanos and Warlock aren't related, which I think they were. Right. Well, no, they're not related. Adam Warlock comes instead of coming from the the sovereign people adam warlock comes out of the soul stone yeah out of the soul stone yeah where he lives because there's a world inside of the soul gem that is like the soul world and adam warlock lives there i can't remember they don't explain in but thanos knows of adam warlock from before he was in the soul world, so I don't know exactly like what the soul world, how it all, because I haven't read the lead up to Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. I've just read Infinity Gauntlet. But in this one, he's obviously being bred by the sovereign people, as we saw. And in, has no ties. Uh, it has no <coughs> ties Guardians to the soul stone. Has... Right. Yeah, because they, they, so it I wouldn't think make either, much sense to put. It, yeah, yeah, because they said the Russos even said like Adam Warlock. Oh no, James Gunn said that Warlock isn't tied to the Soul Stone. Right. So it's. Let I'm me still look get, up real quick. Yeah, I'm getting really annoyed because I really want to know where the Soul Stone is. Hmm. Uh. Oh boy, he's got way more history than I thought he would. There's a lot of history behind Warlock. I didn't realize. I'm never gonna find it. He he debuted. I didn't even realize he'd been around since 1967. Wow. Okay. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I thought he was more recent than that. I am not correct. Oh man. Yeah. There's a yeah because there's a new Infinity story that just came out. Mm-hmm. That's a lead up to I guess this film. I kind of want to read, but it's like it's like a straight. It's like Jim Starlin's new one. Oh um, yeah, and I'm like, I'll read it at some point. I'm in no it's rush. Just I'm infinity, poor. Infinity, right? It's some no. It's infinity something. Because hmm. infinity, infinity is the is the one I told you about. That's the lead up for the uh, where they introduced the Black Order. Right. Yep. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Or, I haven't or gotten Thanos' that far. children or whatever. I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah. But yeah, so. I can't wait. I'm just ready. Like I already have my ticket. Mm-hmm. And I just need it to happen now. Yeah. Let's see. I've still got to read. I've got a few. Oh, there's the Infinity War, then the Infinity Crusade. Oh, God. I can't believe I've got more of these to. 
okay. Yeah, you have a ways to go, man. I got a ways to go. Luckily, they're... The the other thing is, they're only six issues a piece, but they're 40 pages each. So it's 40 times six. That's, what, 200 pages. Yeah. So... That's a good. Uh, that's a good amount of reading for each series. Two hundred pages. I like them though. I mean, like I said, the Infinity War book versus Infinity War. Uh, this book is gonna have. N- it's just a title they picked. This book is clearly gonna have nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Like it's that weird, but. Hmm. So there you go. That's that. You know that's what? Pretty I much just... all I did this week. Uh. I'm just... Oh, I think I just fucked myself over. Uh-oh. What'd you do? Uh, hang on. I got, I'm looking something up because I just real. I just totally realized something that I made like a huge... A huge mistake. Oh, really? Like on what? Hang on. I'm... I'm uh... Oh, no. It's okay. the week Okay. Oh. For some reason... I switched working for someone on the Friday that uh, on a Friday, so I'm closing for them oh. like the day before record store day. And for some reason, I thought, and that's next week is record store is record store day. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I thought it was the same week that Avengers came out. And I'm like, oh my god, oh, I just yeah, put no. myself working when I could be when I'm going to oh, the theater. I saw something I wanted from record store day. I'm not gonna be able to get it, but um. The Stone Sour acoustic set. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want it. We might have extras when, like, at the end of the day, maybe. Because I know they're doing one that's on, like, all, like, a silver vinyl album. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so cool. Did you ever but get I, there straight out of Burbank and... The cover albums? Yeah. No. They're really good. Are they? I might have to. Those are some the only of the, ones Well, I... some of them are really good because like they do like Kiss's Love Gun, mm-hmm. and and Bringing Dead and like ah. Oh. You know what cover I just heard? I know it was on the Decade of Destruction album, but I didn't get that album, and it's actually going to be on the new uh, Injustice for None album. Is uh, Five Finger Death Punch's oh, offspring cover, cover of the Offspring? I liked it. It's really good. I thought it was really good. Like, I saw some people being like, oh, God, that sucks. I'm like, actually, that one's really good. I yeah. liked it. I like that. They've done a lot of covers lately, which kind of pisses me off because I'm like, put out more of your own music. But they also have done some good covers. Like, I liked their Mama Said Knock You Out. And I yeah. liked... Uh, There's a like co- yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad Company has always been... Bad Company, I'm not like... Super well, not anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Like, when that first came out, I was, like, all about it. I was like, yeah! And now I'm like, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're, uh, what is it? Over, uh, shit. What is the name of that song? I can't remember now. What, the Gone cover? Away. Gone Away. Gone oh, yeah, Away. Gone Away, yeah. I liked it. I was like, oh, this is good. And the other two new songs they put out are pretty good, too. Trouble and Fake. Yeah, I have, <laughs> so I have uh, Trouble and Fake because I downloaded them from the Decade thing because i didn't know they were going to put out another album with those specific songs i'm like well that's a waste yeah i thought they were going to come only on decade of destruction so when i saw they were also on injustice for none i was like okay i'm fine with that yeah 
Also, I don't know if you noticed this on uh, like Corey Taylor's social media, but he's writing a new Slipknot album. Yep, he is. And according, I lost my mind. According <laughs> according to him, this is going to be Stone Sour's, um, like th- th- this is going to be Slipknot's um, like magical mystery tour album, basically. Like that's. I wonder what that means. Like like the in terms of like. St- like this is gonna be like their big one, like that, like oh, his mm-hmm. his magnum opus or whatever. Okay. I can't fucking wait. I want him to like, come back in the damn store. I know. I want him to. Uh, you have so many cool people come into your store. It yeah, it's pretty cool. Except I never talked to them. <laughs> no, I know. Well, that's kind of the problem with like. Being in a space where you want to leave them alone, well, they're, especially since you know that's like you're the professional thing to do t- is to leave them alone. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, that's tough. Tonight is not that you care, not that I care necessarily, but tonight's WrestleMania 46. Uh, I think it's 36. Oh, is it 36? I read yeah. it. I I thought it said 46. I you know what? You're probably right. WrestleMania. Yep. Which, I mean, whatever. I enjoy WrestleMania sometimes. Mm-hmm. This one has a couple of matches that I'd be okay with. I was Some reading like- a real, and I haven't finished it yet. I'm reading a really good article uh, from The Ringer about The Undertaker. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. long article. I only started it. I haven't finished it. It's about kind of like his entire life and career. Yeah. It's really good. It's actually kind of made me want to go ahead and be like, I want to watch some Undertaker wrestling matches now. Like, there's been this whole... Okay, so there's been, like, this whole thing lately that, like, I guess John Cena has been showing up on Raw and SmackDown multiple times. Challenging The Undertaker to wrestle. Yeah, and not getting an answer. So everyone's, like estimating that tonight Undertaker's just going to show up and they're mm-hmm. going to have like either an impromptu match or a setup for next year's WrestleMania. He's never he's never in this article I've been reading, he apparently never officially retired like he did the thing where he took his uh, hat and hat gloves and, and everything gloves and coat yeah. and laid them in the ring and he hasn't been back since except for like one like kind of like yeah short... he was he showed up for like uh raw 25th anniversary yeah but other than that he hasn't been back so people are thinking he's retired but he apparently never officially retired and so but i mean the dude is 56 years old and he's the been guy's doing pushing this since it. yeah he's 56 years old and he's been doing this since the late 80s like he his butt and he's had like what his knees replaced or his hips knees replaced knees and hips i believe i think it's both so i mean that dude cannot keep doing that i think so. the most overhyped thing about this particular wrestlemania is the whole ronda rousey thing oh but she's she's, so, she's, she's but she's, she's having a match. She's teaming with Kurt Angle against, against Triple H, Triple H, H and Steph. Steph. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't really care. And also, I like following I've seen, Triple H and Steph on social yeah. media because Triple H in real life seems just like so cool as just like a person. 
So I like seeing his stuff where he's like, gets so excited about like everything where like the, cause of course he runs NXT. So he get it sounds like I actually watch wrestling now, but I don't, I just follow some of these people on social media from way back. But he like gets so excited about like the young people coming up and he just seems so supportive of everybody all yeah. the time that I'm like, that's a, what a good dude. Like it could be an act, but it just feels kind of like it's not an act. It just feels like he's genuinely excited for people and supportive of them. When I just, that's why I like following him. He just seems like so excited all the time. Did you, did you see my post about the Andre, the giant, uh, um, documentary, the debut. Yeah. The de- yeah, debut. I saw de- that. Yeah. You could Re- see them, right? Yeah. I like, I was across the street cause there was no way you could get that in there unless you're oh, no. paparazzi or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, like big show, Mark mm-hmm. Henry, Hulk Hogan, triple H mm-hmm. and Steph. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Oh, I want to be over there. I know. <laughs> I want to go talk what? to the they, big show. They missed a real opportunity. They called it. It's called what? Andre the giant, then that's just it, or does it have some other title? I think it's just the document, like the life of Andre the Giant. Should have been called "Anybody Want a Peanut." <laughs> I think that's the wrong thing <laughs> that they want to get across. <laughs> Anybody want the peanut? I want a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, you're going the toy thing. Toy this, con week toy from today. Con. Yep. Yeah, pretty friggin' stoked. And I'm gonna be at Monster Palooza week from yesterday. Hmm, that's right, you are. Yeah, that's this weekend. Oh, yep. I can't wait. Corey Feldman's gonna be there. <laughs> that's weird. It's really weird. I'm like, I'm like, I kind of want to go talk to him. Hmm. Yeah. That's too yeah. Bad. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big money problem. Yeah, kind of like I'm. Uh, I'm definitely. I gotta go to the bank this. I gotta go to the bank this week, and just get some Canadian cash. And whatever I've got in Canadian is my. I think I'm gonna do because I already bought toys recently. And yeah, you I, did. Yep, I spent eighty six dollars. Uh, it was crazy, and I probably shouldn't buy any more. But I like going up to the toy con because it's fun. So I'll probably bring. Probably eighty to a hundred more dollars just in Canadian cash, and when I'm done, I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm probably like and... I've taken Friday, and, I've taken Saturday and Sunday off mm-hmm. to um uh to um uh of like I've taken two days off from Monster Palooza. I don't think I'm gonna go for both days. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> it's pro yeah, it's really good idea. So I might just do Saturday and just get there really early and hope I can get everything done. But I'll probably take like a hundred fifty, maybe two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. only because the people I want to meet. Maybe I'll take a hundred sixty, like a hundred forty. I don't know, like because the people I want to meet are probably going to be the most expensive ones. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, Tobin uh, Bell and Doug, Doug Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, yeah, those two mainly. And uh, then just kind of do the like maybe sh- and then shop the rest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I Good can't. Idea. But uh, but the luckily, uh, I won't be eating up like I won't be like getting less money because I have enough vacation time to cover those two days. So at yeah, least I'm not losing that part. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Sunday will be like my get out of like Sunday will be my I'm just gonna chill day. 
need to take those sometimes. It's important. Dude, it's bet it's been like I don't know if you saw my post yesterday, but I'm so anxious. I'm so poor, but I'm so mm-hmm. anxious to be to be coming back to Vermont next month. Yep. Ugh. So saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it all. And then go through all my stuff and figure like figure out what I can try and like I might have to sell a crap ton of stuff. Mm. And I hate it, but at the same time, like I don't really think I'll have a choice. Happens. Yep. Happens to all of us. Happened to me last year yeah. when I had to friggin' get my furnace fixed. So I know what you mean, buddy. I know what you mean. But there's gonna be certain things I will not give away. Of course. But there'll be a lot there's gonna be a lot of stuff that I might be purging out. Yeah, purge. Yeah. We talked about the purge. Good callback. Morty! Yeah. Morty, Morty, it's the purge. I've heard of this. We're Morty, we're on the purge planet. Oh, yeah. Rick and Morty, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that to actually finally come back. It will, probably. I know I it just will. Don't know when. Did you see that stupid, like, uh, they did the Rick and Morty, like, on that Australian show? Did you see that? What? It was, oh, what are we talking yeah, gotta, about? I got to find... Hang on. Back on April 1st, which was April Fool's Day, there's this other show on Cartoon Network. I got to find it. Hang on. There's this other show on Cartoon Network that has... Like, uh, it's from Australia? Here. Oh, here it is. It's called uh, Rick and Morty Parody is Nothing Like Bendigo... Australian cities. What? It was a parody of Rick and Morty. Oh, it was called The Bush Dimension. I've never even heard of The Bush Dimension. I mean, I've heard of The Bush Dimension, but that's. Oh, I've heard of that Bush Dimension. Ooh, yeah. I was. Oh, the show is called Bush World Adventures. That's what it's called. It's some weird Australian cartoon. Okay. And they did like a Rick and Morty version of their show it was ridiculous i watched like a minute of it and was like this is so dumb all right yeah but it was if you can just look it up the if you can look it up you will be like what is this (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was yeah i know well anywho Yeah, anywho, uh, I'm looking at the time here, and I gotta go uh, off and do some some work here in a little bit, so I probably should go put on real clothes instead of my pajamas. Yeah, I should probably so, do that too. Yeah, probably should uh, wrap this episode up, and we probably won't be back next week, because we're both busy on, well, you might not be busy on Sunday, but I'm gonna be busy on Sunday, because I'm going to the... The toy con. Yeah. Unless, well, it depends. I might, actually, now that I think about it, the toy con is at like morning time and I'm not going to, we might actually be able to get an episode. It's 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. If not, it's, we can probably do it Monday if you're. Mm, That's going to depend on work. Yeah. But I actually might be back because I'm not going to spend, it's a small, small con. So I'm not going to spend like a ton of time there. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think I'll just be around. Okay, that's pretty cool then. 
We'll see. Who knows? There might be someone who'll be like, let's go back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week, everybody. And uh, we Go will... see A Quiet Place. Go Fucking see A Quiet Place, do it. I guess. <laughs> Matthew J. Bates just tweeted us not that long ago, and he was like, I need to decide within 20 minutes, is A Quiet Place worth – or is uh, – not A Quiet Place. He said, is um, – Blockers worth seeing in the theater, and I said Justin says yes. yes. Blockers so. is worth seeing in theaters, especially if you have movie pass. Because yeah, the, he like, does. It's stupid comedy, but it's I think it's hilarious. All right. Well, then that's that for this week. We will uh, we'll be back later. Yeah. Bye. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, following our Twitter at 2BGPod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.